Blog Talk Radio. joining me on Kindness Network today. Kindness Network is a program where I ask each and every one of you to perform at least one daily act of kindness. You know, it's pretty easy to do. Most people do kind, kind things several times a day. Um, I'm just asking my listeners to make an effort to be conscious of the kindness in their lives and to call the program to share your experiences with giving, receiving, or witnessing acts of kindness. You know, when when I attempt to practice kindness in, in my daily life, I've noticed that I experience a, a feeling of well-being when I become conscious of the kindness in my life. It's very real. And as you begin to pay attention to the kindness in your life, maybe you can take note of the feeling that, that you um, feel that results from any expression of kindness, whether it be giving kindness or receiving kindness, or witnessing kindness. You know, the feeling, if you pay attention to it, is truly amazing. And my belief that it is this kindness consciousness that can have a profound effect on each and every one of us. And by calling the program to share, we can all benefit from each other's kindness. I think that's pretty awesome, too. Um, And I believe that this kindness consciousness can actually change the world. I really do believe that. Do you agree? 646-716-6933 is the phone number. And let's talk kindness for a little while. Um, again, the number is 646-716-6933. And in past episodes of Kindness Network, I've discussed some of the people who have done some great things with their kindness. You know, frequently, I, I mentioned one of my heroes, 19-year-old Taylor Crabtree, who has given teddy bears to pediatric cancer patients since she was seven years old. Um, Or the 100 Friends guys who travel foreign countries to build schools and get medical treatment for people um, and do so for pennies on on the dollar for what it costs here in the United States. And even more profoundly, they they free people from slavery for the cost of a goat. Um, There are... These are great people, um, and they're doing great things with their kindness. But I also want to emphasize that you don't have to travel the world or give away thousands of teddy bears to do great things with kindness. An act of kindness can be a smile or holding the door or a kind word or two. Kindness really is not that difficult, and no kind act is insignificant. Even if the recipient of your kindness does not acknowledge the kind act, it still has a positive effect. Now, last time I mentioned the, the homeless woman that I gave a sandwich to, and she didn't thank me for the food, but she accepted my gift and, and maybe smiled. Um, the act still had a positive effect on me, um, and the homeless woman, and maybe some others who witnessed the kind act. You know, the fact is, all of our actions have a profound effect on those people around us. So when I say that no act of kindness is significant. It's also true that all of our actions can profoundly affect those around us, and no act that we perform in our daily lives is insignificant. I found that I am happier when I pay attention to the kind acts around me and when I focus less on the negative or abusive actions that occur in my life. I truly believe that we grossly underestimate the power and effects of our actions, thoughts, and words. I encourage all of my listeners to give some thought to your daily actions and choose your actions carefully and wisely. And at least once a day, try to act with kindness in mind. 
Again, 646-716 is our phone number. Um, and as I've done in the past, I want to start the program with sharing an excerpt from Dr. Chopra's kindness affirmation because I just really love this. So, <laughs> Dr. Chopra says, Today, I will look at the world through the eyes of kindness. I will focus on that part of myself that is inseparably one with all that exists. Today, I will look at the world through the eyes of kindness. I will realize that loving-kindness is my essential nature. I will express loving-kindness in my thoughts, in my feelings, in my speech, and in my actions. Today, I will look at the world through the eyes of kindness. Okay, I am going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'll open the phone lines to anyone who has a kindness experience that they'd like to share. I'd love to hear about any act of kindness that you can possibly think of that you've experienced in the past. Okay, um, we'll be right back.
Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, before the uh, the break, I was uh, talking about kindness and this feeling of well-being that it produces, and and uh, even changing the world with this kindness stuff. <laughs> and and Dr. Chopra and his affirmation on kindness suggests that loving kindness is our essential nature. Now, I've really come to believe that this is true. And I realized that it would be a very easy to argue that human nature is hateful and abusive. And if you'd like to present that argument, um, feel free to give me a call. 716-646-6933 is our phone number. Um, or if you have a kindness experience that you can share with us, 646-716-6933 is a number. Um, you know, in, in past programs, I've also stated that my goal of changing the world with um, kindness, consciousness, and uh, you might agree that this goal of changing the world is ridiculous or unrealistic, but I truly do believe that we can all change the world, one person at a time, one kind act at a time. Now, why do I believe this? Well, it's because I've experienced the effects of kindness. And I do know what it is capable of. You know, I've, I've also experienced the effects of depression and stress and anxiety. And these are all very powerful and have had very real negative impacts on my life. I think all of you have experienced moments of depression or stress or anxiety in your lives. And I think you know what I'm talking about. You know, they call depression the common cold of mental illness. Um, so I know that it's something that everybody has experienced. Um, you know, I've found that performing an act of kindness is the perfect cure for these things. Yes, it, it is amazing how much we underestimate the power of our essential nature, our thoughts, words, and actions. Okay, so before the break, I, I mentioned goats again. Did you catch that? Um, kind of seems to be a, a theme with Kindness Network for some reasons. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey and his Friends Goat episode of Kindness Network, Network is available in the archives and on iTunes. Um, so, um, But the reason I bring it up is um, because I, I received an email from Mark Gold of the 100friends.org uh, project. And I wanted to share this with you. Um, the goat thing um, really did affect me. Um, so, so here it goes. Um, Mark writes, Dear supporters of the 100 Friends Project, Hello from Southeast Asia. I've just started my 20th mission, and I wanted to send you a note and a link to our most recent newsletter. It will keep you up to date with what 100 Friends is doing and what great work your donations are making possible. Read all the incredible stories. In a world where there is less and less good news, some of these stories will warm your heart. Click on the picture below to download the newsletter. Um, on my 20th trip here, just some of the places we'll be going and things we'll be doing. Nepal, rescuing 150-plus little girls hired out at $30 a year as domestic servants, or worse, so they can instead attend school. Cambodia, providing support for dozens of children rescued from a garbage dump. Afghanistan, helping destitute families start small businesses to raise their standard of living. In Vietnam, providing heart surgeries for children, 550 wheelchairs for the handicapped, and an incredible number of scholarships for young boys and girls. Indonesia, providing education, books, and supplies for those who's, for kids whose parents have leprosy. It's amazing how even the smallest amounts of money do wondrous things. We build schools for $1,500 to $5,000, give heart surgery for $2,600 at $70,000 here in the United States, save girls from indentured servitude, beatings, and mistreatment, mistreatment for the cost of a goat. Seriously. On the last page of the newsletter, take a minute, take a look at the ongoing missions, and there's a section 
on other things you can do to help 100 friends, from starting a sister school program to donating air miles to help spreading the news. 100 Friends is basically a one-man operation, no bureaucracy, low overhead. Your donations reach those in need. You give it to me and I give it to them. Simple. Our new website, www.100friends.org, and that's spelled with just the number 100friends.org, lets you follow your donations and gives you stories of hope. We plan to do updates during this mission. Thanks again for all your past donations. We hope you enjoy the newsletter and hope... See... Good from all your contributions, the good that your contributions have done. Hugs to all of you. Truly can't do it without you. Mark Gold. Um, Okay, I'm going to have to take a, a small break. I'll be right back. You know, before the break, I was talking about Mark Gold and and his 100, 100 Friends project. Um, you can visit the website at 100friends.org. Um, I feel that this guy is one of my, my heroes. He's, he's truly um, an amazing man. Um, I want you to know that um, all the donations that he accepts um, to help him out in his projects, um, 100% of the money goes directly um, to the folks that he helps. He um, pays for all of his travel expenses by himself. Uh, he also offers um, a, um, the ability for um, folks like you and me who want to travel to some of these exotic places a, an opportunity um, to assist him in his projects. Um, and there's an um, interview on his website. Um, and I think I'm going to try to attempt here to to play this interview where he talks about um, this type of um, philanthropic uh, travel. Um, so this is a, an interview with the Mark Gold, and let's see if I can make this work. I think it's a great idea. It is, uh, I 
think it's a win-win-win kind of situation. Uh, the people who are traveling get a really high-class, spectacular, wonderful experience seeing a country, but they're not insulated from the real situation of that country. So some of their time they may be in the Taj Mahal or whatever is the Taj Mahal of that country or in a five-star hotel or restaurant. Nothing wrong with that. Those people who work there, by the way, need those jobs. I've seen them, the money from the bus, the boy, uh, the boy who buses the dishes at that five-star hotel ripple into his household and community. So there's nothing wrong with having a fine quality experience, but when you meet the people uh, and have experience directly with them, either teaching English or playing with kids or dispensing medicine or whatever it may be, almost every time in my experience people say that was the high point of their travel. Uh, I saw some footage of Brad Pitt in Ethiopia. They didn't know Brad Pitt from any other foreigner. But they knew he had been in this neighborhood before, and the kids would come up with him, and he would, he was playing with them, and he was having such a good time, and uh, I, it, it kind of made an impression upon me. And so I've had many years' experience of bringing people to uh, orphanages, hospitals, uh, children's programs, medical centers, senior centers, uh, abandoned babies, uh, slum programs. Uh, programs for uh, schools, uh, all community centers, uh, and I've also been in the aftermath of tsunamis and earthquakes. And uh, it's always a person-to-person, very direct, incredibly good experience. And I think if someone wants to do luxury travel and have some time for sightseeing and have some time by the pool or in the room and some time for shopping, when you throw in this dimension, it just enriches the whole tapestry of the experience. And I think many people, I don't think it, I know it, have been moved and wanted to come back or wanted to support a project or wanted to have their kids pen pal with these kids or do something that they feel that this was not just fun and games, nothing wrong with fun and games, but it added an extra layer of meaning to their lives because it takes so little, you know, uh, somebody once gave me $100 and said, sorry, that's all I have. And I said, you don't understand, even $50 is gigantic. When you make 200 there's people in North Malawi who make $9 a year. $9, it's all barter. Pretty much all barter. So if they get $50, they can maybe get medicine or they can get shoes or, or something like that. So whatever a person is able to do, big or small, uh, it's really that connection with the other person that really makes it that. That's what you remember. Thank you. So, again, that was Mark Gold um, from his uh, 100friends.org website. Um, truly amazing person. Um, gotta love the guy. There is um, another interview that I would like to um, play. It's, this one's a little bit shorter. Um, this is from KGO TV back in 2005, and uh, I'd like to see if I can uh, share this with you, if I can make this work. Here we go. We're going to give this a try. Um, again, this is KGO ABC Channel 7 News, a story that appeared on January 21, 2005. Um, it's taking on a very personal project to help tsunami victims. He's helping out by focusing on one family at a time. As ABC 7's Paul Jeske shows this in tonight's assignment, 7 report, it's nothing new for the professor. He looks like thousands of other Americans who travel to third world countries for adventure and excitement. But Mark Gold, an East Bay Community College professor, is a veteran traveler on a very personal humanitarian mission. He's putting together a small-scale aid program to help 100 Sri Lankan families get their lives back together following the community-crushing tsunami. Unlike the giant relief efforts of governments and international aid groups, this is very much a kitchen table operation. Still, in the past 15 years, Mark has given away over $65,000 in third world countries to help the poorest of the poor, like building a home for children of sex workers and Indian untouchables who would otherwise be living on the street. These Afghani women can now support their families thanks to Mark's gift of 30 sewing machines. 
And that's just the beginning. Um, once I was on a rickshaw and the man's rickshaw collapsed and that was his home and his business. And it only cost $25 to fix it. That was $25 that he didn't have. This Cambodian man benefited from Mark's generosity. We were able to buy him artificial limbs. He was dragging himself through the streets of Phnom Penh. It was $50 for a pair of, of artificial limbs that they fitted on him and, and he learned to use and changed his life. He hits up friends and colleagues for donations. The smallest one was 49 cents from a seven-year-old wife. And the largest was $5,000 from a woman in New Jersey. To keep his expenses down, Mark works out of his house here in Point Richmond. And he pays all of his travel expenses out of his own pocket. So that virtually every penny he collects goes directly to people in need. Mark decided to make Sri Lanka the center of his helping hand efforts this year after watching television coverage of the disaster. plans to use social worker contacts to find 100 families in need. You can do a lot with a little bit of money. And so fishing poles, fishing nets, sewing machines, uh, carts for selling things on the side of the road. Thanks to Mark and 100 friends. Paul Jeske, ABC 7 News. 100 friends is just the name. It could be a thousand friends. So if you would like to join in, you can find the link to the 100 friends website at abc7news.com. Moving to see someone making such an impact in the world. Okay, I apologize for the poor audio quality there, um, but um, I definitely have uh, a great deal of respect for um, Mark Gold and what he's trying to do with this 100, 100 friends project. Um, and definitely encourage you to visit his website. Um, maybe help him out if you can. Um, I, I think what he's doing is um, something that um, is uh, huge. Um, and uh, so I'm going to take another short break. 646-716-6933 um, is the number. I know I didn't market the show very well this week, but uh, if you want to um, share your kindness experiences, um, we'll be back in just a few minutes, and I encourage you to give us a call.
Okay, we're back. Um, I have an air show going on outside my window, and the, I think the Blue Angels just flew over and and uh, kind of rattled my window. So um, hopefully that's not too much of a distraction. Um, but in any event, we were just talking about the um, I was talking about the uh, 100 Friends project, and um, you know this um, this Mark Gold fellow. He um, you know he started this project um, back in. Oh, 1992, I believe. Um, and back then, uh, he contributed uh, $2,111, um, and it slowly grew um, uh, from year to year. And uh, in the uh, the 2000s, things have really kind of taken off, and in 2007. Uh, he raised $115,627 for his projects, um, and like I said, this this money is um, money well spent because uh, things are so much cheaper in the third world. So he's able to help uh, people for uh, much less money than we would normally think. So this 115,000 that he raised in 2007 um, was able to help. Thousands of people. 2008, he uh, he raised 171,695 dollars, and so far in 2009, um, as of June 30th, he's raised uh, see 60,000 dollars. So um, I strongly encourage you to support his cause and go visit the 100 Friends website and see what you can do to help him, whether it be a donation or a donation of your time. Or just helping get the word out um, about 100 friends. Um, you know, put a link on your Facebook page or something. Oh, there go the Blue Angels again. Um, anyway, um, I I do strongly recommend that you check out the Head Friends website um, because I feel that this work is very very significant. Uh, so in any event, um, I also wanted to m uh, make mention of another website. Uh, this is um, you know last weekend I I had some some friends visit um, and we uh, we were talking about kindness network and and just some of the activities that um, some of my friends are involved with and my friend Angela uh, was telling me about um, an organization that she um, spends time with every every week um, this is the and I'm probably gonna Massacre the name here, but uh, the Michael Heflin Foundation. Um, this is it's spelled H-O-E-F-F-L-I-N, um, and the Michael Heflin Foundation uh, for Children's Cancer is a local group to you know where Angela lives, and I really admire um, the work that she is doing um, with this organization. And I'd like to read a little bit about. Um, the Michael Heflin Foundation uh, from their website. There's the, there's an About Us page, and um, you know the the website I'd like to point you to um, is uh, pretty easy. It's MHF stands for Michael Heflin Foundation, um, and I think that this is a, another very uh, worthwhile uh, project. And uh, so this is from the About Us. On their page, the Michael Heflin Foundation for Children's Cancer is a nonprofit 501c3 foundation that provides financial and emotional support to children and their families in the Santa Clarita and surrounding valleys. We strive to educate the public and provide grant funding for innovative research to accelerate the progress in the fight against pediatric cancer. Our history: the Michael Heflin Foundation was founded in 1994 in honor of a young boy named Michael Heflin, who had recurrent brain cancer. During his struggle, his parents, family, friends, and neighbors rallied together and pledged to become a positive force in the discovery of cures for all childhood cancer. Michael's determination, unflinchingly positive outlook on life, and strong spirit while battling the disease became the inspiration for this small volunteer group. The foundation was created with the desire to help all children with cancer, 
using Michael's kind spirit and compassion for others as a guide. Before his passing, Michael played a key role in developing the mission for the Foundation and establishing the goals of the organization bearing his name. Today, as our Foundation, we are here for them, the smiling ones, the brave ones, the ones full of hope and mischief, the ones diagnosed with cancer. These are our children. The Michael Heflin Foundation is here with a simple wish to put an end to childhood cancer in all its forms. Our goal, goal is threefold. We are committed to finding better treatments and cures through the medical research and to promoting awareness of childhood cancer and assisting local children and their families through outreach programs with love expressed in both emotional and financial support. Simply put, the Michael Heflin Foundation strives to provide hope, help, and healing to families struggling with the cancer of a child. They are our sons and daughters, our brothers and sisters, our nieces and nephews, our friends and neighbors. They are our students and our grandchildren. They are our youth and our future, and we are proud to serve them in their time of need. Uh, I think that's a, a very worthwhile um, project that my friend Angela is involved with. And, uh, you know, this is, um, in my, my mind, this is a way of going big, as my friend Jeffrey once uh, said, um, you know, how do we go big? Um, and I think that her work with, with this organization is, um, is huge. It's a huge expression of kindness to give of her time, um, the gift of her service to this organization, I think, is, is quite admirable. Um, so, uh, yeah, check it out. Check out uh, mhf.org. Um, I think it's, it's definitely very, very, very worthwhile. All right, I am going to take another um, break, if you don't mind kind of losing my throat, and I think the uh, finale of the Blue Angels flying overhead is imminent, so we're going to go to another short break.
Um, I wanted to um, to try a um, new segment. Um, actually, I've done this before, but um, I'm going to call it the Random Call of Kindness segment. And this is um, random in that if you exist in my uh, address book, um, you may get a call from me on Sunday on, on days when I'm not uh, taking phone calls because nobody seems to be calling or it may just be blog talk radio um, it has been acting a little bit flaky as always um, but I am going to attempt to um, dial a friend of mine here um, from my address book at random and we'll see if I can make this work and oh, there we go I know, great, great radio, I know. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Hello, Michael and Carolyn. This is Mark with Kindness Network, and Kindness Network just wanted to send a little love your way today. And um, I'd just leave a message and um, encourage um, both of you to perform a daily act of kindness, if you can. Um, I think that would be awesome. And uh, again, just wanted to spread a little bit of love from, from Kindness Network. All right. Uh, talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Oh, well, that didn't work out. It it uh, it rarely does because um, uh, I don't let people know in advance that, uh, that, I'm, uh, that I'll be calling. So um, in any event, um, we tried. <laughs> the switchboard is acting really flaky here. It's not even letting me hang up here on this uh, this phone number that I just dialed, so they're probably receiving a really long uh, message on their answering machine. Um, oh, well. Okay, it finally did just hang up. That's good. Um, all right, well, I do have a, a plan B for this segment, um, and um, this is something I've also done in the past with... Um, uh, here on Kindness Network, and um, what this is that I'm about to uh, to play, it's a it's a recorded um, segment that I've uh, used from a, a previous episode or two, um, and this is a guided imagery exercise um, that I like to do um, personally when I've had maybe a little too much coffee or I'm having a bad day and uh, maybe experiencing some anxiety or or stress or or depression. This this little guided imagery exercise um, seems to help me out a lot, um, and so I encourage um, everybody here to to try to follow along and participate. And maybe I can make this one a little better um, in the future. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and and play this um, this clip from a previous episode. Um, this. Uh, like I said, really seems to help me out. I do uh, recommend that if you're driving or doing something that requires attention, just listen and, and don't actually close your eyes as I instruct you to do in the in the exercise. Um, so yeah, uh, this is my little guided imagery exercise, and and uh, boy, those blue angels are loud out there. I can hear them. I don't know if they're coming through on the microphone, but. Um, there's a lot of uh, jet aircraft activity seemingly right outside my window. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play this clip and maybe hope, help settle me down a little bit and uh, maybe, maybe you too. So here we go. I would like you to close your eyes. Become aware of your breathing as you inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. And if you choose to do so, perhaps you will begin to inhale more completely and exhale more completely as you become aware of your breath. Now, I would like you to focus your attention on your heart and feel the power of your heart. Notice your pulse. Imagine that your heart is filled with a pure golden white light 
And this pure golden love light um, is now flowing from your heart. It's growing and flowing. Pure love from your heart in the form of golden white light. A steady flow of this pure golden white light is flowing from your heart and it fills your entire body from your head to your toes. The light flows with pure golden love and your body can no longer contain this pure golden white light and it creates a field around your body. It's like a force field of this pure golden white love light surrounding your entire body and it extends two feet in front of, behind, above, and even beneath you. Now, I want you to begin to notice a small sphere, maybe about the size of a baseball, slowly spinning just a few inches above your chest where your heart is. The sphere is surrounded in your pure golden white light, and you see that the sphere is the planet Earth. And it's a beautiful little spinning world. And you love it with all your might. And it loves you back. Now, slowly watch this little world that is spinning in your perfect white golden love light. This world that's spinning, it is spinning, but it's completely under your control. You can control it with your mind. So now slowly move this little world um, that's spinning just above your heart, a few inches above your heart, your chest. I want you to move this slowly upwards so that it's about the center of your forehead. And I want you to observe your, your little world now and notice that you can see this world with a clarity maybe you've never seen before. This is such a beautiful world that is made healthy with loving kindness. And you love this world with all your might and it loves you back. Now slowly bring this spinning world that is engulfed in your pure golden love light Bring it back down to your heart. And once again, you give this world all of your most precious love, and it gives its precious love back to you. Now, slowly open your eyes. Okay, I'm going to take a short break.
Okay, I'm back. I see that there's a caller, and I'm going to try to take the caller for some reason. It looks like I'm talking radio.
okay, I was just notified that um, there's a bunch of dead air. Um, it's probably a good thing because there was airplanes flying overhead. Um, and I apologize for that. I did quickly want to thank um, everybody who supports the show, who's been listening. I've um, received several comments this past week. Um, I apologize for the caller who I couldn't take this, <laughs> this afternoon. Um, and um, I uh, also want to thank Mark Gold for the work he does, um, my friend Angela for the work that she does, and everybody who's performed a kind act. Well, we still have a little more airplane action going on. Anyway, um, be kind, everybody, um, and call us next time on Kindness Network, and hopefully I'll be able to take your call. All right. Bye now, everyone. Thanks for listening.